why are you doing that like thing where you hold your head to your ear like you're singing on stage like I don't know I just pop got star. I just got really I went to another place for a second I don't I don't know what just happened <laughs> I was like why am I even saying this why what are we doing right now okay I'm okay we're all okay. I'm good. You know, so much has happened since our last episode. It has. The world is in a better place because Trump is gone. He's Almost. Gone. Almost. Oh my gosh. I just, it had been something where I had been, I did not have very much hope for this election. A lot of people did. I had pretty much zero hope. I was convinced for months that Trump was going to be reelected. Yeah. Like I almost had zero, no hope. Um, and so then when it was getting all close to pat the number of days, I was like, holy shit, this could actually happen. Um, and then I was in Joshua tree and woke up and looked at my phone and was like, Oh my gosh. They I know. Projected Biden to be the winner. And it, it just, uh, I was a little drunk when I woke up. Oh, good. Uh, <laughs> and so I was just like, Ooh, like, so. I know it was really just like this sense of euphoria that I don't think anyone yeah. has felt that specific type of joy for all of 2020. It's like the exact thing that we needed. It just, I was with my family and we were mm-hmm. like, we blasted music and we were dancing and we got champagne mm-hmm. and we were like hugging each other and it just was so joyous and such a fucking relief my friends and i from high school were texting and um people are like what you doing and uh, later on in the day and my friend grant was like i am watching weeds and smiling (laughs) and madeline was like i'm doing x and smiling i know it it really just like everyone had a little chip on their shoulder It it was a great day it really was Hello, everybody. This is Katie. This is Tess. And this is the Cool Girls. I know everyone's just been dying to hear from us since we took a week off. That's what everyone's been thinking about. Yeah. I've gotten probably like 300 text messages being like, come back. Yeah, I got like 400, so. Wow. Yeah. All right, let's do a poll. Who do you like better? (laughs) (laughs) Who would you rather hook up with? I don't want to know the answer to that. <laughs> Katie gets the men and the women, so. Yeah, who, okay. who would you vote for to be president? Oh, God. Don't vote for me. Honestly, I'm a fucking idiot. <sighs> I just could not fathom ever being president or wanting to be president. Yeah, that's a, that's a level. It takes a special type of sociopath to like, A level of responsibility that I do not <laughs> trust myself with. And I wouldn't want anyone to trust me with either, so. No. Absolutely not. Well, hey, you know what? Let's let's uh let's, let's talk about breakups. Yeah. <laughs> um, since um the White House is gonna be breaking up with Trump. Yeah. Yeah. That is a great transition, Katie. Thank you so much. Good practice. All comes full circle. But yeah, we wanted to talk about breaking up. Because <laughs> I know we've talked about heartbreak before, but I think we can redirect 
the conversation mm-hmm. to more like, well, I don't know. I mean, we just got, we hopped on the Zoom without even. Breakups are, I think, really fucking hard no matter what. Uh, no matter how invested in a relationship you are, no matter how long you've been in a relationship, uh, I think obviously some things make things harder. Like if you live with someone, if you um, have a child together. Right. If you if, share a home, share yeah. belongings. <laughs> yep. Um, but regardless, breakups can be really tricky to navigate. So... I guess we could start with, uh, wow, the elephant above me is just. I know I can around. I can hear that. What's what's been your worst breakup? <laughs> well, let, let's let's make it more specific. Uh, what what was your first breakup, Tess? My first breakup was freshman year of college. Um, I was dumped on my six month anniversary. I didn't know that. You didn't? Oh, yeah. Really? You would actually think this is really sad because Katie has this thing with, like, when people are expecting a night to go really well and they get dressed up and they just have this sense of hope and they're putting on their shoes. It's always the shoes in specific. shoes. So this would really get you. I truly got, like, a new outfit and... You know, I was just getting ready and things weren't great, but I had hope because we had kind of broken up a week before and then he was like, no, 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 I regret everything I said. Like now I just feel really sad. Like let, let's, let's give this another shot. Like I don't want to lose you. And I was like, okay, like me either, babe. Um, and so this was my friend from high school. We had never dated in high school cause he didn't look at me that way. He was a year older and then he came to prom even though he was out of high school, he came to prom with someone else. That's so fucking weird. It's fucking hey, weird. Don't go to prom if you're not in high school. Well, this is this was a recurring theme for him. So as I look back, I'm like, eh, it's a little sad. Um, but he saw me. We hadn't talked or seen each other for like a year. And then he saw me at prom and went up to my friend and was like, Tess has like gotten hot in the past year. Like, what happened? And I was like, I'm like over you now. Like, because I used to have such a fucking crush on him. <laughs> but we started dating. Dated six months, and yeah, uh, cut to this dinner that I just was like, what is happening? He just looked at me like he truly hated me. Everything I said, he just would, like, sigh, sometimes not even respond. Ooh. And I was like, what is going on? He's like, can we just go back to your dorm room? And I was like, oh, God. Where'd you go to dinner? Remember Magnolia's on Haight Street? It was kind of, um, I don't even remember the cross street. Vaguely. It was it was cute. It was like a little like American bistro, mm. um, really cute atmosphere. That was our place too. Like so, he was he lived about an hour away from me, and so when he came up every two weeks, we would go there almost every time for dinner. Oh, wow. um, and so we got back to the dorm room, and my roommate was there, and I just gave her a look, and I was like, Could just, and she was like, uh, I'm gonna go hang out with someone else for the night, and I was like, thank you. And then we just had like we he broke up with me right right then and there. In, in the dorm and he was driving my car from Palo Alto and so we had to drive my car back and drop it off at my dad's and house and then you drive back and then I had to t- no this was in uh, my dorm in, at USF yeah and so he drove it back and dropped it off at my dad's and then he had to like interact with my dad oh so what did he say what was his excuse like did was he like 
it's not me, it's you? Or was he like, oh, it's no. fucking you. Like, you're the worst. Oh, yeah. It, it was not, um, there was no padding, you could say. Mm. It was um, three things I really remember. The whole conversation's a little blurry, but I remember specifically that, I, one, I wasn't athletic enough for him. And that was a turnoff because he usually dated girls who played lacrosse or soccer. Oh. Two, I didn't have a real job and that was unattractive. You were in college, okay. I was in college and I did have a part-time job nanny and all throughout college, but that wasn't good enough for him. Mm. Um, and three, I drank too much. <laughs> well, fair, fair. Um. I mean, he, I saw him get drunk once in like the years I knew him. Um, and he was always like, you and your friends, you guys just go out and you take shots. And it's like... Yeah, it's fucking fun, asshole. Well, also, I was a freshman in college and I was a very good kid in high school. I had never really let loose. And I think yeah. he started to see it. And specifically with like Donna and Molly and McKinley, he was like, you guys are just like insane. Like I've never seen girls drink like that. And it's just like, it's gross. And I was like, fuck you. And so those are the three things. Um and that was, yeah, that, and then he refused to talk to me after for six months. Like, wouldn't text me back, wouldn't respond to any of my phone calls. How do you think that affected you then and for your future that he was so, like, these are the things that are wrong with you, which is why I don't want to be with you, rather than having more of a, hey, things aren't working out, you know, I'm at a different place in my life. Like, the fact that he didn't pat it at all and was just, like, yeah. straight up about it. Do you think it affected you negatively, positively? Negatively. Yeah. It ignited this insecurity that I had never even thought about before because no man had ever told me, well, except for my father, but nobody had ever really been like, this is what's wrong with you. You are this, this, and this. I don't like that. This is bad. Mm. And I'd had obviously fights with people, but you know, complicated relationships up until then, but it had never been so black and white. And then the fact that he didn't even give me a chance to talk to him after. And I get that he was creating boundaries. He was like, I don't want to be on the phone with Tess for another two hours. And he needed to do that. But it really was just so, it was just cut and dry. It was such a brutal um, conversation that just, it didn't allow me to ask questions. Um, And he also made me feel really bad about sex. And I lost my virginity to him. Mm. And said, like, I made weird faces and I wasn't, like, hot enough. He was also the one that said I was really beautiful but not hot. So I think for my first relationship just moving forward, it caused a lot of, like, oh, well, do I have to change a little bit to be Mm -hmm. with certain people? Like, the next person I was with was an actor and very thespian-like, and that felt more in my realm. But I, to be with this, like, kind of jock who yeah. we, we didn't have a lot in common. I, I felt like, I was like, oh, fuck. Like, am I not a hardworking person because I am in school and I'm not working three jobs like him? Like, it just was a lot of self-doubt after that. So then do you think with that first relationship, that first breakup, it affected the way that you break up with people now or that you handle breakups? Yes, I think just in life in general, like name calling and pointing the finger just Mm. putting blame on somebody is the worst thing you can really do Mm. in a breakup because it doesn't really fucking matter at the end of the day it's I feel this way this is why I don't want to continue this and like it's all about the I statements you know and just like giving somebody room to understand 
what you have been through emotionally and not just making them feel like a shitty person. Yeah. So I think like when I have broken up with people, it's never been, well, you do this or you do. It's always like, I feel like us as a couple, this is where we're struggling. Yeah. And totally. we're both not giving each other. I always like, even in my most serious breakup, there was a lot I could have really just blamed him for. But even in those moments, I was like, I, Hey, I recognize all these things I have done too, that haven't made this easy. Right. Yeah. Breakups have always been really hard for me in the way that I just get super fucking emotional no matter what um if I'm doing it. Most most things I have broken up with the other person. Um mm. I had my first two girlfriends in high school. The first one I broke up with her. I mean, I was a junior and she was a freshman and she was just kind of strange it was like a weird crush that turned into us dating but it was just it was just a strange thing and I was just eventually I was like ha like I I, this is not for me and I just remember going there and kind of breaking up with her and that was like okay it was just kind of like all right whatever but then the next person I dated the next year was also a freshman I had a trend and I was a senior um (gasps) Oh, weird. There's no, there was no fucking lesbians in my high school. I was like the only lesbian. No, for sure. And so it was like, I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. But when we broke up, it was because I was starting to have feelings for my TA. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, um, but I didn't admit that when I was breaking up with her but I just remember it being so sad and she was just crying we're just like in her room on her bed and she was just crying and I was crying because I felt so horrible to make her feel that way because I had no ill intent towards her I had no like ill uh, feelings towards her it was just I wanted to be somewhere else I wanted someone else but she was a great girl she was so sweet you know and so I think a lot of times it's hard to be able to you want someone to understand that like they're amazing and it's just not the right relationship right but it did, but yeah it hurts people you know and did you plan what you were going to say like do you remember how if that has changed at all where I feel like when at least for me when I was younger it was like okay like really think through the points and like this is how you're going to start these are the, the points you're going to make like, did you, do you feel like you still do that? Did you do that in your uh, younger years? I don't remember. I really don't remember. My memory has gone pretty fucking awful. Um, but I'm trying to remember when even the ne- the next girl that I dated, I, we were with for almost three years. We're together for almost three years. And that was, I was not good in that relationship. Like, that's the only person I've ever cheated on. But I did it a few times. It, we were together when I was in when I was 17 and she was already 21 I think and like I graduated high school and she graduated college and then I went to college and we we're doing long distance across and when you're 17 years old or 18 years old get to college and you're just having fun and you're you're on your own for the first time and whatever um the timing was, was tough for that <laughs> bad timing and whatever but when I ended up breaking up with her, she ended up moving across the country for me. Um, and then, you know, a year and a half later, we broke up. 
And I think it was just kind of, I didn't want, I just did not like her anymore. I was not attracted to her. I did not want to be in a relationship. And I think I was a little bit cold about it. Mm, I do remember witnessing Mm -hmm. that. Yeah. Like, I was just kind of like, I don't care. Like, I don't know. This is the one time I haven't, I'd never felt like empathy about something. Right. Like, I was just kind of like, well, whatever. Like, it is what it is. See, and, and she, it, was, yeah. she just, like, screamed at me. She was like, how fucking dare you? Like, blah. And I was like, whatever. Like, cold stone bitch. And at what point from when you thought about, eh, I'm not really happy in this relationship, how long did it take you then to finally put an end that to one, it? That one, that mm, one, like, a year and a half. That's, like, years, you know? And was it always actively, like, I don't want to be with her and I know it? Or did you find yourself making up excuses? Excuses, for sure. Um, like what would what would those excuses be to stay with her ah, frick I wish I could remember I can't remember in in a more recent relationship maybe maybe a little guilt maybe a little just like you're comfortable with someone and you're like oh well you know we haven't had sex in a year but had it really not yeah. been a year? Yeah, no. Like, that's my trend, is that... Oh, I thought it was, yeah. like, six months or something, but I didn't know it was that long. Yeah, no, for sure. Like, a year. Um, and it's just a thing, like, oh, no, but, like, it's just me. Like, I, I have, a, like, a small libido or whatever. Um, I don't know. But later on, like, a, a later relationship for me, I do remember putting off breaking up with someone because... It's like, oh, she has finals. Oh, she, her grandma died. Like, these are all stressful times. I don't want to make it any st- more stressful. Right. And so I put it off for maybe six months, maybe and, more. And isn't that crazy? Because I know that both of us are very intuitive people that we can always kind of feel and sense when it's going downhill. Yeah. And I feel like some people really just live in this, like, we're fine. She, we, we, we haven't had any fights and we haven't had any serious talks and like I think everything is okay we're like I almost feel like that probably happened with you and, and this relationship that she just was kind of like blindly she just followed you and was like you are my princess everything yeah. is, is perfect and it was not right and I think I was that blind person in my really bad relationship well that was different because it was there was such a toxic component to it that I was I like couldn't imagine myself with like I I I had been so stripped of myself that I could not be without her right but every time she brought it to my attention like we don't have sex like we argue all the time and I'm like oh but that's because we're in love and that's because it's my fault like I have a low libido like I whatever like no we're so good we're so good like I would try to convince myself that we were good even though we that was the worst I've ever been in my entire life damn it's interesting the excuses that we make up for ourselves and for other people and at what cost you know because there are times where it's like the, the weird thing about relationships is even when you're unhappy or going through a hard time that doesn't always mean that you want to or you should break up right no, and, of, you know, of course. like it's, but it, it, it's complicated because you can feel absolutely depressed and just really struggling and just feeling exhausted by conflict with someone. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like, there are some people that you want to, you know, push through and that and make it work. And then there's other people that you just know, at least for me, it's like a gut feeling of like, even if we went to therapy, even if things changed, right. You still get back at the end of the day and you're together. <laughs> and right. 
it's not, you know, it's not, it's not easy. Not easy. So I guess my last relationship, God, I've had a lot of girlfriends, um, <laughs> uh, was the first time that I think I was pretty good as, at, as soon as I knew I was over it, I broke up with her pretty much pretty quickly you did I, I think I made the realization I remember calling you when I was home for Thanksgiving mm. and just crying being like I really think I have to break up with her I'm home for Thanksgiving and I don't miss her even a little bit like I, I don't I haven't thought about her we haven't talked on the phone we haven't texted and I, I like it I like not having her in my life well you also were noticing you were watching your brothers and their healthy oh. lovely relationships and you were like that's just not what I see ever with her and it's like this sense of comfort that I want so badly and I was like if you're not thinking you know if you're looking yeah. at that and being like I wish I had that instead of being like that's what I will have one day with this person right exactly run, run for the hills that, wow that's a good point Tess that was really beautiful um Thank you. and I also okay, you said right, bef- you said right before I left I saw a girl who worked a couple stores down from my salon and I was like oh man I want that like you were way, like you know a little sexual like, I hadn't seen you be actually turned on by someone in a long time. Like, you were like, I must have her. <laughs> like, oh, something ignited. It, something was ignited in you. And I think part it was partly because I was in, I had been in this year-long relationship with someone that, like, there wasn't actually chemistry or spark. And so I saw that and I was just like, I, like. Yeah. Wow, I haven't felt something like this in a long time. If you were to give advice to your younger self about kind of like the do's and don'ts of going through a breakup? Do you have any initial like, do not do this? Um, don't put it off Mm -hmm. if you know it's right. If your gut is telling you that you need to get out of the relationship, if it's time to end, then it's time to end. Uh, I've been in relationships that, you know, something that you go through rough patches or you go through periods of being like, you know like what I don't know like is this the right thing but you know that it is yeah. until it's not there's 100%. a difference between going through a rough patch and not wanting the relationship anymore yeah what about you yeah I mean I agree I think in my worst breakup I knew it was over a week after we had signed a year lease together <laughs> based on some circumstantial things that happened that were very traumatizing and uh, very bad (laughs) from from the second we moved in. And I just was like, well, I have to do this. Like, I signed the lease. And that was one of the most miserable years of my life. And I turned into a person I did not like. And Mm -hmm. I was just so unhappy. Um, And I think looking back, I would have been like, you know what? I'm breaking the lease and I'm going to focus on my mental health and figure it out and not just use that as the excuse Um, because it just got worse and worse. It was like a ticking time bomb until the end of that lease was like, holy shit, the fights and the, it was bad. So I would say, you know, don't use those kind of things as an excuse because it always ends up working out. Like people will be there for you. You can figure it out. Um, But I think most importantly about a breakup in general is not to prolong it after it's done where you keep talking to each other and you're in constant communication like that happened with us as well where 
I think we broke up and then three months later I realized we were still talking and we had like had sex a couple times but the texting was so unhealthy because then you kind of still feel like you're together mm-hmm. even though you're doing your own thing and seeing other people yeah. and then once you find out like oh you're with someone else or where they see a Venmo from you and <laughs> realize what you've been doing and then it just feels like you've been you go through it all again and it's even more painful so it's like just stop the communication stop yeah I think that is the number one thing is to block them from everything. Everything. Don't talk to them. I was in my worst breakup and I was devastated for like a year. I would be snooping the shit out of all her socials, all the girl that she cheated on me with trying to figure out, like find her stuff, like going to Facebook messenger to see when they were last um, active because they hadn't texted me back and then you're like wait but they've been online like you know and so when people i never did this but i i remember people saying on um you know how on instagram you used to be able to see people liking things oh yeah and you could see what they were liking and like when they liked it basically and they wouldn't be answering your text but they'd be liking on instagram yeah i got into like an addiction with doing that with uh someone i dated on and off last year Oh my gosh. I was constantly looking at who, because I was like, he hasn't texted me back for two days. I bet he's just been like on a like phone cleanse and like isn't talking to anyone. <laughs> he's and in then, the desert. He lost his phone. And then I would go on and he just would be liking everyone. And, I, and it just became, it's like I pick up my phone, go through emails, whatever, and then check really quickly. And it really became an addiction. And it's like, you think you're going to find something that might give you a sense of relief but you're not going to it's going to yeah. make you feel bad no matter no matter what you find so you have to block them you have to turn off your stalker accounts for a while for a while until it makes you laugh <laughs> you know until yeah. you look at them with their new girlfriend and you're like interesting yeah not oh, sick man. to your stomach i think the other thing i would say too and i've said this on this podcast before is never seek closure because closure does not exist when you're heartbroken Yes, it's interesting because when you said that, and I think that was one of your first statements on the on the podcast. We um, just opened up. We're like, "Welcome to Cool Girls." (laughs) Never seek out closure. People are like, "Okay." Um, My friend Kunal, shout out, um, ended up responding like that was one of the first things that he responded to, and he was like, "I don't believe that at all and I think closure like you need closure to move on I don't remember exactly what he said and then I was talking to someone else who was like I'm all about that and I think that is a little bit of a not like controversial statement but we're so programmed to believe in what closure means and what it will do Mm. for us and how it will just kind of there's like a stigma with closure in general it's like really what is it when you get to the core of it right and I think you're just it's trying to make yourself feel better. It's it's seeking this validation from someone. Yeah. That you were an okay partner, that yeah. they don't hate you moving forward and that you can move on. But unless you're doing that like years later, it, it just feels like it's too close to home and it feels very um it pretty like kind of again, anything that they might say, even if it's nice, then you're like, Oh, well wait, they do love me. Like it yeah. gets really fucking tricky right and and you you will search for the answer you're looking for until you get that answer i can't tell you how many times i've been in like a 
breakup situation and you just start talking in circles searching for that that closure and you're like wait but the blah, blah, blah. and then they answer that and then you're like well but you couldn't have actually felt that way because of this like there is no way to get there it's true um, and you try and sometimes if it goes well then you just end up having sex yeah <laughs> that's my and, mo <laughs> Like, do not um, talk to me after we break up. Cause... Whereas, I mean, a year down the line, if you genuinely are over it, but you are, you still have that curiosity of, like, what really was it? What happened? Then maybe you could open that box as long as you know that you are, like, safe and, like, right. not vulnerable in that situation. Um, I feel like, so recently, someone reached out to me who dated an ex of mine. And it had, it's been, you know, five years, more than five years since we broke up. And so I finally was like, I had never talked to someone who dated her before. And I was like, I'm really curious. What did she say about me and our relationship? Because we had such a bad relationship. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But so she was, she was a narcissistic sociopath um thank you claire byrne for like teaching me that Mm -hmm. that term of that there are just like narcissistic sociopaths out there um and so this girl said oh you know she would be kind of backhanded about um her exes say that they were like they were good girls or whatever but she did say that you were a narcissist and unstable and (laughs) Please, I was sweetie. for sure I was for sure unstable like towards the end of the relationship because it was an awful relationship. She was abusive. horribly ma- abusive and manipulative uh, yeah, that I had never felt so unstable in my entire life. In fact, however, like narcissist, a, a narcissist, like I have such little confidence. <laughs> like, that's what narcissistic people say. Yeah. About other people. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's like their own world. That's how they think everyone must feel they can't see Mm. that of themselves yeah um but if i had heard that even three years ago i or yeah probably even three years ago i would have been like how how could you like i remember make you feel sick yeah and i just i'm like wow cool like yeah you know i mean it doesn't it doesn't affect me now and that's and I have no inkling to like reach out and be like, how dare you say that? Right. Where three years ago, I might have. I mean, that's really the beautiful thing with time and what everybody yeah. tells you when you go through something painful that, you know, time heals all wounds. And with breakups, it truly does. There's it does. really nothing you can do besides, even if you start dating someone else, that doesn't fix it. Even if you go on this whole eat, pray, love journey, that doesn't fix it. It really is just like, being patient and knowing that yeah. in six months and then in a year and then in two years, it's not going to feel the same. I remember when I was the most heartbroken, I said, I just hope that there's like, I would be saying this in tears all the time. Like if everything happens for a reason, like I just, I hope there's an actual reason for this to happen. And I hope I look back on this years from now and I'm okay. I'm not yeah. so heartbroken because you feel like you're going to be heartbroken forever. But most of all, like, I hope there's a reason for this. And there is absolutely a freaking reason well, for it. that you shouldn't be with that person. You shouldn't be with that person. And also, I learned so much. I became 
so much stronger from going through that breakup. Yeah, you gotta just cut off all ties. And I think that also speaks to on and off again relationships and when people yeah. re- rekindle six months later and then it's always like, well, we keep coming into our, each other's lives. And like, mm-hmm. I'm kind of a firm believer that once you break up once, you probably shouldn't get together a second time. I know there are exceptions. Um, for me personally, that's happened, oh God, probably four or five times with me of like, well, yeah. let's try to give another shot or let's reconnect and see how it goes. No, the problems are still there. You are still the same people. <laughs> And time may have given you clarity, but it doesn't change how you work as two individuals coming together. It just fucking doesn't. No. And I, I had started seeing someone who I dated briefly in college about a, a, a bit over a year ago. I, we started seeing each other again. And I was like, you know, it's been years. We're different people. We're, you know, she's changed so much. And she's told me all about her growth journey. But honestly, she's another fucking narcissist. Uh, like the most. Yeah. <laughs> and like it was, she was exactly the fucking same. I had this pro and con list. Um, and one of the pros, one of the few pros was that it's been a long time coming. And like we came into each other's lives for a reason. Like we keep dipping in and out for a reason. Yeah, I think- nah. As women, we've really romanticized this idea of fate. Mm. And because we see all these romantic comedies of, you know, people coming together and they ran into each other and it's all based in fate and like, you know, star-crossed lovers and all these like things that make us feel like it's actually really sweet and endearing. And reality hits and you're like, this isn't so sweet and fun. (laughs) It's, you know, same problems in a different, in a different time. You know what's such a fucking good movie, though? Hmm. Serendipity. I knew you were going to say that. I love that movie. I love that movie. I want to watch it right now. I know. I oh, that's such a good, so like, wintertime movie. It is because it's Because they fall. go ice skating, don't they? Oh, mm-hmm. That and When Harry Met Sally always are two ones that I want to watch in, like, when the weather gets colder. I think it's really interesting. The last thing I'll say here is that how breakups do all feel very different. Like, each breakup I've had has felt very different from the others. Totally. Uh, my breakup with the person I started dating in high school into college, don't even remember, but I was a cold ass bitch. And I know mm. that I was doing that in my life. Um, the next one, I was heartbroken and it took me a year to get over. I was completely blindsided. And then the next one, it was so sad because she was such a sweet girl. Yeah. And it was really hard to do. I just remember sobbing doing it. And I did go there knowing I was going to be breaking up with her. But then the next one, I just, I knew it was time to, it was time to end. I, but I needed the accountability from you, I guess. So what happened was that Tess came with me, (laughs) stayed out in the car while I went in and broke up with her, which is so fucked up thinking about it. It was 30 minutes. Yeah. 30 minutes. But I knew that I would, I wouldn't have done it because I was just too scared of like hurting her. Yeah, and I was scared that I would end up just would like be sad, but then like sleep together. Yeah, I mean something. Yeah, sometimes you do need someone. I mean, maybe it was aggressive for me to be waiting outside in the car with the lights <laughs> off. But <laughs> laying down in the back seat. But I get that. Like, I it's kind of the same thing of like being with someone and having them like press the send button for you on a text. Like that was Hannah right. to me a couple weeks ago when I had to break it off with someone. You know, it's like sometimes you really just do need 
Something your girlfriend to be next to you to be like, do it. I'm going to hold your hand and you're going to fucking do it and you're going to feel better. And how, yeah, how did it feel once you hit the send button? So great. And then he had texted me back and then I had Hannah read it because I was like, he's going to say something horrible. He's going to say something mean. I don't even want to see it with my own eyes. And she read it. And then it was like, oh, it wasn't so bad. Yeah. And sometimes it is. It doesn't always, you know, it doesn't always be like that. But, um. Yeah, I think it's also important to remember that people have such different ways of reacting to things and handling mm-hmm. their own emotions. So if, like for me, I've always been like, well, I need them to talk to me and I need them to at least text me back and to tell me this and to... And it's like some people really do need that space and they're setting their own boundaries and to not just make it all about you mm-hmm. <laughs> in a breakup because yeah. even though you might not feel in love with that person anymore, they're still fucking going through it and you have to respect what they need as well. Totally. And just, like, a little reminder that if you are in a, like, a, an abusive or a violent relationship or manipulative, whatever, make sure, you know, if, if you're going to be breaking up with someone, just that you have the support system around you and you have somewhere to go before you do it. Because yes. um, I think that's important to remember always. Totally. Yeah, make sure you feel safe first and foremost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And on that note... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Happy Monday or Wednesday. Oh, yeah. Wednesday. Cats out of the bag. We don't record this the day that we release it. Can you Sometimes believe it? Sometimes we do. Maybe so we have we once. We have. <laughs> when the schedule's gotten a little busy. Um, we would love to hear from you, too, though, of what, what sort of topics would you like to hear us talk about? Is there anyone you'd like us to interview? Tell us what you want. Yeah. Tell us what you need. We're people. We're people people, you know? Yeah, we're like people. People. <laughs> God, oh I just God. got so hungry. Yeah, same, bro. What was that? Well, hey, thanks for listening. Please rate, review, subscribe. <laughs> Sounds so depressed. <laughs> you know, it was a sad episode, but not really, because breakups <laughs> are we can we can turn it around, guys. Turn a new leaf. It's a positive thing. It doesn't have to, it isn't a negative thing because you're doing something to better yourself. Yeah. And to learn and grow. Again, please rate, review, subscribe. Uh, Can't wait to talk to y'all next time. Can't wait. XOXO. Goss. Gossip girl. God, I'm done. Me too. Cool girls. Cool girls. Say to my face.